Our next guest uh, created a cosmetics company after a lot of hard work and staying true to her brand. It took off. She sold it to L'Oreal, became excuse me, the first female CEO of a L'Oreal brand in the company's long history. She'd be the first to tell you it was a journey and often not easy. She's written about it in a new book, Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable. So great to be talking once again with Jamie Kern Lima. She's on the phone in Palm Beach, Florida. Jamie, so great to have you here with us. How are you? And, and tell me about your past year. It sounds like it's been an interesting one and a busy one. Oh, Carol, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this has been, it's been a journey, first ever book. And I just, you know, after hearing from so many entrepreneurs and so many people out there that um, would send me messages on Instagram and say, you know, oh, wow, congrats on going from Denny's waitress to selling your company for over a billion dollars. Like, did you just get lucky or, you know, did you have connections? And then they would share with me how they're, you know, struggling and, and, and having, uh, not having traction in their own businesses. And it kind of made me realize that when you just see the highlight reel that's out there everywhere, mm-hmm. um, people feel alone in their own seasons of rejection and setbacks. And so I just decided um, to literally share, like first time ever, share all the stories behind the stories of the real the real stuff that happened and kind of like starting my business from my living room and going through three years of hearing no from just about everyone. It's hard. Um, And how to turn those no's into yeses and how to believe in yourself when no one else is believing in you and and how I turned that into uh, a company with over a thousand employees and and then went through the acquisition process and everything else. But it's really really all the stuff people typically never share. I just decided let me share it all because I don't know. I think we all are stronger together when we do that. Well, can I just say it's so you because <laughs> you're you're very um, upfront about everything. And I feel like, you know, we often talk about stocks and we've been talking about a lot about some of the trades that just seem to just go up and up and up. Nothing's ever up in a straight line, right? There's a lot of things that we have to get through. There's down periods. But just like you, when you went on QVC to show how your makeup line worked, you took off your own makeup to show uh, and you bared yourself before it was really in vogue for people to maybe do something like that. And I feel like you're very kind of out out front and center. Tell me about that and, and how you want to kind of send that as a message to people. Yeah, you know, I think the power of authenticity and of hearing our own gut and mm. trusting it is huge. I think whether we're talking about stocks we're talking about if we're supposed to go after our own dream or let go of a dream. I think too many people like start to second guess their own gut and sometimes their own common sense and they start to get distracted by what's hot right now and what's everyone else doing. And, and I, you know, it's funny growing at cosmetics. Um, you know, I was trying to do something really different because it, it made sense in my gut. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for so many years, in my industry, in the industry I was in, it had always been done a certain way. Makeup companies had always sold beauty products using super, you know, flawless images of, in a way, unattainable beauty. And I just, in my gut, I was like, and this was before anyone was doing this, but I'm like, you know, how are women supposed to know a pro or, or men supposed to know a product's going to work for them right. if they don't see someone who looks like them using it, right? And here's the thing, Carol, and this is what I'd say to any entrepreneur, anyone looking at is this business or that business or this stock or that stock a good investment is like, 
take it back to the fundamentals of, of, of gut instinct in the sense of, you know, I, I for three years mm-hmm. <laughs> was told by every retailer, no one will buy makeup from someone who looks like you or who's going to use models the way you are uh, planning to do it. And it was three years of, of rejection. And, you know, we got done under $1,000 in our bank account. And sometimes in life when that happens to us, right. we're tempted to go, let me change what I'm doing because it's not working. But every time I kept checking with my gut, I'm like, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I made the decision to trust my gut. And, you know, fast and- forward a decade, we are now the largest beauty brand in the country. Jamie, what did you learn about this process, writing a book? From someone who created a company, probably learned a lot along the way. What did kind of writing it down, going through it again, what did that teach you? I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, how I built a billion dollar company was always remembering it's not about me, remembering it's about doing something bigger than myself. And I had to remember that in writing this book. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. it is scary. It is scary <laughs> and vulnerable and all those things to share all of the things I did wrong building this business and then all of the things I did right. Um, but also just the real vulnerability that I think we all face as entrepreneurs or as people in business where, um, you know, sometimes we, we don't listen to our gut and we regret it. Sometimes we are tempted uh, you know, to to have everything we believe in on the line, have other people telling us what to do, mm-hmm. and how do we decide <laughs> what to do? Like I, I it's the first time ever, Carol, where um, I would say probably ninety five percent of the stories in the book, um, and I wrote every single word of it myself, all eighty thousand words. Love it. Um, our our stories I've never shared before, but. I had to make it bigger than myself. I think at the end of the day, that's how we all know that what we're doing in this world and our time on this earth matters. And, um, you know, I just, this is packed with the things I wish I had known that would have saved me so much money, (laughs) so (laughs) much time crying myself to sleep at night. Um, And the things I did right in terms of, you know, handling so many rejections and so many people telling me my idea wasn't going to work. and then there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, I think, universal lessons for everyone in business on, you know, I talk about. Wait, 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 hang journey. on a second. What's one, what's one thing that you wish you had known when you started the process of creating your company? Or what's one, one really big lesson that you learned? Because we talked to a lot of entrepreneurs about the things that they learned. And I'm just curious what, what stood out for you that was a game changer, if you had maybe known it earlier. Yeah, I think. I think that knowing, I mean, there's so many in the book, mm. uh, champions aren't made when the game is easy. And uh, that would have helped me uh, <laughs> process a lot of the hard times sooner. Um, you know, one of the big ones is I believe your gut is more powerful than anyone else's advice. And uh, when I look back, here's a, actually, let me just say this one. This one is big. I believe that when you are doing something new or novel, you shouldn't, or, or authentic. Mm-hmm. If you're doing something authentic to you, even if it's been done before, if you're doing something authentic to you, by definition, it's novel. It's never been done before. When you're doing something new or novel, don't be surprised when even experts or even visionaries don't think it's going to work and don't believe in it because at the end of the day, a lot of people can't see something happening if they don't have uh, uh, that social proof in their mind that tells them subconsciously it's going to work because it's never been done before. 
And had I realized that sooner, I would have saved myself a lot of nights crying myself to sleep. Like what I've learned, Carol, is mm-hmm. that in business, as entrepreneurs, as, as creators, as ideators, we have to get really good at cheering for ourselves because most people cheer for you after you've made it. Right. It's so easy, <laughs> right? After yeah. you've made it. Yes. It, it's like this club thing after you, you've made it. It's, it's almost like high school all over again and like popularity. Hey, one thing I want to go through, because we only have a couple of minutes left here, a couple of things I just want to quickly go through. Um, the way you... Wove, th- wove through the story of how you watched Oprah when you were younger, you wanted to be a talk show host, and ultimately yeah. you get a chance to meet her and you, you walk us through that story. Um, it's one of those like pinch me moments. Yeah, I mean, I remember being a nine-year-old little girl, I would watch her in my living room. And, you know, I don't know if you remember this moment, Carol, but she said, it was in a Barbara Walters interview, and she said, I, I always knew I was destined for greatness. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah. took a lot of flack for it in the press. And, but I remember being a nine-year-old little girl hearing that and feeling like, me too. Like, I have that feeling. I have that. And I think a lot of us have that feeling. Like, we have something to give the world or serve or create. I always had that feeling. And so she's always kind of been my mentor from afar my whole life. And I am <laughs> crazy story, wild story. I share the whole thing in the book, Wait. how it just happened. just give us like a 25 second and I, I want everybody to go read it in its entirety but just give us a 25 yeah. second quickly thing well I met her <laughs> <laughs> and it was the craziest day and I share how I met her I then got a phone call um, inviting me to lunch at her house it was just she and I I spent three hours with her and I she was the very first person to read this book and I wanted mm. her blessing on the stories I share in the book because I share a lot, <laughs> and I really would never do that without her blessing, but I share how. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of believing in ourselves. Right. I believe in manifesting, and uh, and I also it's, talk a lot about, you know, it, it really, Carol, the heart and soul, this book is for every woman and every man who struggles with self-doubt and right. who wants to learn how to go from not believing in themselves to believing in themselves. Jamie, I've got to and jump I've got to jump in yeah. and I I know you've got lots of stories but that means everybody's going to go read the book cuz there's there's lots yeah. of great stuff in there. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, thank you so much. Good luck. Jamie Kern Lima, she's with us her new book Believe It. Uh check it out. It's out now.